Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is going on, everybody? My name is Carl Welcome to the week of Movie Mondays. This is the Here's Friday podcast, and this is a very special movie review episode. There is no news this week, so I am joined, as always, by my review critic friend, oh. Mr. Sean Bean. Sean, how's it going? I have a friend. <laughs> okay, I regret that. Uh, yeah, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. <laughs> I am good. How are you? I am pretty good. We are here at an early morning. A very early morning. Ready to go. Because we... We couldn't sleep we couldn't thinking about what we're about to talk about. There's just so much running through my mind, you know what I mean? Society. It's, look, society. We live in a society. We, that's a... That's a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, talk shows and such. <laughs> so, this is the Joker review. Um, this is a spoiler special, by the way, so... Th- we're just going to go spoiler straight from the start. We don't normally do any non-spoilers. No, we're not, we're not very good at dancing around spoilers, True. I think. So it's easier for everyone involved to just... If you haven't seen it, don't listen to this. Yeah. Or if you don't care, listen to this. And we kind of do it... This is why we normally bring it a week later. Maybe a week and a half yeah, later. we give people more time to see it. Ultimately hurting our listens in the long run. Absolutely. <laughs> I think there's a thing where, like, if you if you release the review, like, the day after... That's when it's most... Like, people are like, yeah, let's fucking click on it. But we're like, no, wait two weeks and kill ourselves. People, <laughs> people might accidentally listen to this. <laughs> yeah. So, this is the the Joker film. It is directed by Todd Phillips, of course. Of course. Bit of a... Oh, you're taking out your notes. Taking he's out got, my notes. He's got a little notebook. Got my little book. Oh, can you hear that flicking? It's very good flicking. This is very professional. Um, have I introduced the show and all that stuff? I think I did, yeah. We're, you did, we're yeah. Gone. You've talked... Oh, good. Look. Welcome, everyone. If this is your first time listening, it's it's like this every It doesn't week. get better. It doesn't get... It's actually downhill from here. Absolutely. Um, so, yes. This is Todd Phillips. He is the, um, the director of this movie. He previously directed the Hangover movies. Yes. Which is... This is a big change, I feel. A big change. Uh, it's also written by Todd Phillips. 
that, that was even more surprising and Scott Silver um, well, Scott of, did most of the work it's Scott, I think Scott did a lot of the work <laughs> uh, although he came second ironically because um, he's Scott Silver never mind oh, of course, um, starring of clever. <laughs> Yekid Phoenix is of course the Joker in the movie and this is a war Bros film um, so far to date it's already made like 300 million dollars that's so, pretty good, and like, and I don't think the budget was too bad either. It's fifty-five million dollar budget. Like, that's you've sick, you've times your money by six. Yes, that's in a, the first week. That's a lot of a lot of money. A so, lot of money. Shall where would you like to start with the Joker movie? Uh, I want to know first of all, did you like it? <laughs> because you said you said this movie looks great. I don't want it. Yes. Because you love the Joker. I do. He, I am a big Batman man. Big Batman man fan. Big Batman boy. <laughs> nope. Big so, Bat boy. Big Bat boy. So that's an interesting question. And I've I've read so much this week, right? So I've seen the movie. Yeah. And like I had my thoughts in my head. And I was like trying to figure out like, am I in the minority or in the majority? And I've gone back and it's been so like vicious either side. Yeah. Like the out... The outrage over this movie is one thing. Then, because you have one power, the other power will then rise up to be just as strong to on the internet. To defend it. In to defend like, it or, or offend it. Yes. One or the other. So, um, what I will say is that... <laughs> it's hard. I don't want to come out straight away. Yeah. But, I... No. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Okay. You liked it. I did like it. I really liked this. Okay. No, and and I think it's good that we have two different viewpoints. Yeah, this could be the one the very first time because we normally are just quite laid back. But yeah, I I, see. Look, I like it. I don't feel strongly enough to fight about it. Yeah, and I also don't feel strongly enough. But what I will say, I think it's a good movie. But I don't. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a Joker thing? Then you not like this Joker? It's like um, how I would describe it is. It's like you know two circles or like the big circle and then the little dot outside it. Yes. Right. I'm the little dot. This movie's the big circle, so it's happening over there. But I don't feel connected to it in any way. I'm just kind of like, oh, it's there. I've seen it. Right. Okay, that happened. Is that on most movies though? No. Sometimes you need. I normally find you have an emotional connection to a character or a person in the movie or you have something to latch on to. Okay. I didn't latch on to anything. I just went to the cinema and I seen this and I went, okay. You didn't feel like if, like, like there was a protagonist, maybe? Like someone oh, you're meant yes. to root for? Very much so. That's fair. Yeah. I liked it kind of for that reason. Okay. In a weird kind of, I don't know, fucking... What, what's that word for... Taking joy in other people's misery. <laughs> the German word Schadenfreude or something. Okay. But um just seeing the Joker I, I suppose seeing Arthur Fleck mm. fucking go downhill and downhill and I love a fucking Shutter Island no nothing was real twist. I love that in a movie. But was nothing real. That's the thing. Okay, we're gonna have to get into that. That's okay. we'll have to go through the movie. But beat by beat. Yeah, beat by beat. Zazzy um, beat by Zazzy beat. Very good. Um what I will say is I think this is a very good movie mm-hmm. that is held up by a very strong performance by Yakin Phoenix. Yeah. He is basically carrying this whole movie on his head. He does great. Uh, on his yes. back. I think um cinematography wise, performance wise, sounding everything is perfect. On paper. The it- direction I think is quite poor. And the story really? and the script I thought was quite poor. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
yeah. we're going to get into that a bit, but yeah. I think we should talk about the story. First. Okay, right. So um, the story starts off 1981, 1981. Gotham City. Uh, Arthur Fleck go about his daily life. He's a weird sort of fella, Sean. He's an odd dude. I think he's a sort of joker. Oh. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, we start off, and he's uh, putting his makeup on. Yeah. To go clouding. He's crying a little bit. He's sad. He's all sad, Sean. That clown. He's cloud. He's got a weird laugh thing. Yeah, he has this... This is a weird uh, kind of character thing in that he will just burst out laughing for no reason. Yeah. It's a condition he has. And then, ironically, he doesn't know what comedy is. And then he got like that. Weirdly. Yeah. It's... He just heard that he... he like. We okay. Well, I'm jumping far ahead. Here. Okay, you're you're going to the comedy, the comedy scene. Yeah, the comedy, the comedy scene, club. Yeah. Like, um, go on. He, like he don't. You're right. He doesn't really get comedy. He just sees what makes people laugh and tries to emulate that. Yeah. Which is what we do. <laughs> yeah, we've all heard other podcasts. <laughs> we have. <laughs> uh, so he is dressed up as a joke. He gets beaten up. Gets mugged by some children. But first thing first, you see, it's funny, Sean, it's, you probably didn't pick up on the nuances, mm-hmm. but they're kicking him literally when he's down. Um, it's clever. See, it's clever, I, you know what I mean? Look, <laughs> the, look, I'm not claiming this to be the most perfectly written movie ever. Uh, I think it's fine to have things like that. Okay. I think every film has them to some extent. Okay. I think this film has a lot of them. Right, okay, well, we'll get through him in the night of my list. Um, this seems all, yeah, it's, then he gets given the gun by uh, his partner. Yeah. Well, well, we see his family life where he goes home to his mother and... Yeah, he, like, he picks up his pills, he and, goes home to his and miserable you see life. Gotham City is in ruins. This is the best Gotham City, I think, that we've seen in the movie. You think? It's a miserable place, and it's not that there's supervillains everywhere. But people are just dickheads and there's crime. Yeah. And there's a, a wealthier side and a much poorer side. Yeah. And, and everyone's a prick to each other. I liked that the fact that of all the bags of rubbish that were just on the streets. Mm, yeah. That I didn't like that they told us that the, the bin men were on strike. We could have figured that out if he just had a show with us that, but... Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I Like, I think saying that this is because of a strike is different than saying people just don't care about the city and they're just throwing rubbish everywhere. Okay. If you get me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he goes home to his family and he's. we see that he's uh, looking after his mother. Yeah. Um, or is it his mother? Is it his mother? Is it, she is his mother? Is it, it's all up in the air for later on, but at this moment <laughs> in time, we're assuming it's his mother. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we see Yakid Phoenix and he's trying to open the boots at the clown. It, it cuts back to him at the, the clown... What's the word I'm looking for? Work. Job. Yeah, work, work, I suppose. Work. And he's trying to open the boots. Yeah. And, he, and he's got, like... You just see his boards. He's just basically skin of boards. Yeah, like he's he's malnourished and just not healthy looking. That's when he gets given the gun. I think so, yeah. Like, one of his colleagues comes up and says, like, listen, you got the shit kicked out. Yeah, you need to... Defend yourself. Yeah. Here's a gun. And we're assuming that the guy wanted him to be fired. Yeah, or that he was just trying to get him in trouble or yeah, trying to yeah, fuck with him or yeah. something. Um, but as we all know, if you see a gun, it's going to go off. <laughs> Especially in the first act. Yeah. <laughs> By the second act, that's going off. Oh, absolutely. If you reach the third act and that gun hasn't gone off, yeah. 
What are you doing? One of your friends is dying. (laughs) That's the way it's going. Um, So, yeah, we have... He gets the gun. And is that when we we get introduced to Zazie Beats? He comes back. And she's in the lift. She's in the lift. And she's like, oh, this place is a shithole. And then he just kind of looks at her weirdly. Yeah. And... Uh, it's I, very uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And then they walk their separate ways. But it's I see. I like the Zazie Beats thing in this. I like the whole story. Did you? I really did. Okay. Maybe I'm just a fool for believing things. Um, but oh, did you believe straight up? That I, I I I just went with it, and I was like, okay, this is weird. Okay, yeah. But I I I didn't suspect I was, anything. I was yeah. I was like, it's Hollywood, so there is probably going to be a very attractive woman who's dating some forty five year old actor. Yeah, that they've just figured out a way to be like, yeah, it's fine. Tom Cruise is always dating twenty five year olds. Absolutely, in the movies. he's, he's well able for it. But her. then Jordan, I was like, what is she seeing in him in any way? Yeah, like because he, he never. There's never one scene where he's even like one tent charming. No, and even in the comedy club scene, he invites her to a comedy show. Like, it's a really awkward thing, but she's just smiling and laughing. Yeah. Which, I, I, that, that's when I was like, oh, is, is everything okay with her? <laughs> Maybe she's crazy as well. Yeah. Um, he, then he's at the, he's at the, we keep saying, and then we're just kind of flying through, but yeah. I want to get to like, there's some very big conversations here. Yeah. That we want to get into in an overall scheme, so we'll kind of get through scenes. Um, he get, the gun falls out with the hospital. At the kids' hospital. I like that scene. Um, I think that's hilarious. And then he panics and he gets fired, of course. Yeah, he's like, oh, it's a part of my act. And they're like, why would a clown have a fucking gun? <laughs> a revolver. For a laugh, Johnny. Stop asking questions. Yeah. So he gets fired. And then he's like, every time in this, anytime he gets knocked down, I'm like, okay, this is the moment where he snaps. Yeah. And then something else happens to him. And But then is he, he goes straight to the, the train. After that. Yeah. So he gets fired and he's having the worst day ever. And then a, a bunch of thugs are... A bunch of Wayne Tech thugs. Yeah. Is it Wayne like Tech? Wayne Tower? Wayne Industries. Wayne Industries. Wayne Enterprises. Yes, okay. You're a Batman fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah a bunch, not even thugs, but they're just dickheads in suits. Um, they are like harassing a young woman. They're drunk and they're throwing food at her and they're just kind of... Making lewd comments. Yeah, exactly. And he his laughter thing kicks in. Because he's nervous. Is it a nervous thing, do you think? I always think... No, it's when he feels uncomfortable in a scene. Right. Or in a uh, moment. When he's uh, playing with the child on the bus. Yeah. The mother turns around and is like, stop. And he just starts laughing. Yeah, like, I... Oh, because that... To go later on... It, we find out that when he was abused, mm-hmm. that he be- started laughing to try and cover his pain. I always find with if he's inco- uncomfortable in a situation, I get it you. kicks in. Okay, and he can't control it. I like that. I never, th- I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, but I thought it was just a random thing, and it conveniently no, happened. It right, it seems then. to always be when he's uncomfortable. Okay, or when he's freaked out, or when he's like under pressure. Yeah, in he a just scene, breaks out into laughter. Yeah. Okay. That's good, but it it all culminates that's good. <laughs> with him killing three men. Yeah, no, that's that's not so good. <laughs> Shoots three men and then runs through the streets. Um, he runs through the streets and okay, what did you think of this this scene? Um, I liked that it felt he felt on the back foot even when he well up until a point when he shot the first guy. He's on the back foot. 
And, and then the guy runs away. The guy runs away and he actively goes after him. Yeah. Which implies that there was some level of planning in that one. Yes. But the other two are self-defense. Yeah, they're like reaction gut instinct. Like he was getting beat up. Again. Again. By men, not children. Yeah. And first one, second one, he just turns around and shoots into him. And the third guy starts running away and he aims and hits him in the leg. And at that point, he could have left it. Yeah. But then... And, like, he's dressed as a clown. Like, they wouldn't... There's no way they would even know it was him. But if... Then he... There's this scene where the two doors open there in two separate carriages. Joker's in one, Wayne Manor dude is in the other. And they're, like, looking out the window to see when the other one's about to go. Yeah. And he he shoots him, like, four times in the back. He shoots him, yeah, and then he just runs home. Yeah. Yeah, he like your man is crawling away by the end of it. Like craw- and if once he's crawling and you keep shooting him, then you've gone past that. Yeah, you've shot him twice, he's crawling and there's no one around. He's dead already. Yeah. Like And he's screaming for help. Yeah. Cause like yeah, as you said, at the first time they are attacking him, he's calling for help. Nobody turns up, he uses the gun to save himself. And then it the the power of the dynamic sh- shifts. Yeah. And that's when he really starts like but, like, it doesn't affect him, like, he, at all. He goes home and uh, it's implied that uh, him and Zazie Beats have a lot of fun time. Yeah, it's implied. It's implied. Yeah. Yeah, they don't actually, but it's implied that they do. Because in his head, that's what, like, he gets off on it. Yeah, he feels powerful. And that's the first time in his life that he's ever felt powerful. So he enjoys that. Yeah. A lot. A whole lot. A, ve- a lot, a lot. <laughs> Sometimes too much. Oh, because. Sadie Beast was disappointed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he shoots the drug guys, and that's kind of the start. The movie is kind of treading along at that point. Yeah. And we're, like, building. We're this, just... this is the inciting incident. And that's the inciting incident of Act 2. Yeah. And, basically, it kicks off, because the very next scene is Thomas Wayne on the, on the TV talking about the clowns. Yeah, uh, the clowns in this city. Because uh, which I think is a very double line because he's already dressed as a clown, and you don't need the double clown thing. Just have uh, one clown. Well, well, he was saying like uh, because there were reports of a clown fleeing the scene. He yeah, was like anyone who hides. Behind, I love this. This is fucking on the nose. Anyone who hides behind a mask. And, yeah, and, good. Yeah, attacks people in <laughs> the night. Clever Todd Phillips once again. <laughs> Keep beating us until we get it. That dead horse. Give him an old bait in there. Do you remember I said he wasn't subtle? You. I don't know. No, no, like there are bits. Yeah. But, uh, it's like anyone who wears a mask and beats people up in the night oh. is nothing but a clown. <laughs> Got him. And this started to like the poor and repressed of Gotham. They're like, no, he killed rich dudes. If it was three regular people who were killed, mm. it wouldn't matter. No one would bat an eyelid. It's just because it's rich people. Yeah. So they start a little revolution. And then society basically starts changing and he becomes kind of a cult hero. Yeah. No one knows who he is. Yeah. But like people are wearing clown masks around. Yeah. It's implied that if they knew they wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Them. They'd actually like him more. They want, they want a, a savior. Yeah. They're looking for a vigilante. Yeah. Some sort of yeah. <laughs> Dark Knight, if Ooh, you will. Clown Prince. <laughs> Maybe the wrong Dark Knight they're looking for. Yeah, like, it, I got, like, V for Vendetta vibes with the protests yeah. and stuff. Where it's a lot of faceless people rising up against the government. Yeah. and But there, was le- there seemed to be less of a cause and more of just they were pissed off. It happens very quickly. 
a, a full scale riot does break out very quickly. Like a movement like that, I think, takes a little longer. It's implied that it's like two days later <laughs> that the whole city just gets together. Yeah. And look, it could happen. It's 1981. There isn't even Facebook. There's nothing to <laughs> Who's do. Who's organising that event? In your local paper. <laughs> of course. You cut it out and post it in. <laughs> of course. Um, so. Did you yeah. like Thomas Wayne, by the way, in this? I love bastard Thomas Wayne. You love bastard Thomas Wayne? I love Thomas him when Wayne. he's a prick. Oh, we have very different thoughts on that. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. I will say one thing to you mm-hmm. that I I hate Thomas Wayne as a dickhead. Really? Despise it. You like charming Dr. Thomas Wayne helping people. But I think Batman doesn't exist if Thomas Wayne is a dickhead. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I, I like Thomas Wayne can be kind of a dickhead in his person, in his like, you know, he can have a different family life. I imagine. I don't think Batman works if his father is isn't like, a respectable is, figure. Isn't like I know what you're saying. If he's like a dickhead to the public mm. and he's very nice to his son, yeah. But I think it works a lot better if if Thomas Wayne is a respected doctor and he's the most loved man ever. Uh, and his mother and like why that works is Bruce has to have such a, an amazing family life and that gets taken away rather than we see Thomas Wayne as a bad guy because then he just Bruce Wayne would just turn into a psychopath I think more, I mean, and like more of like a ven- I don't you, know vengeful I get you um, I, I just think Batman is more interesting if it, both his parents are really nice I know this is a Joker movie and it has nothing to do with Batman. Well, we, we we were told that, but then... Yeah, but Thomas Wayne is in it and I just wanted to make that comment that I, t- I much prefer Dr. Thomas Wayne as respected physician who looks after everyone and everyone thinks he's the best because then when Bruce Wayne goes off for 20 years, I was like, he's let the family down. Right, yeah, yeah. No, I get where you're coming from yeah. and that's fair. Um, I just think that the Thomas Wayne we see in the bathroom later on I don't think that's the Thomas Wayne he shows everyone else. Oh no, yeah, like I, I think the idea in this is that he's very nice to like lots of other people. Yeah, in person or like to poor people, he's a dickhead. Yeah, I think just vaguely he will say, "I want to help Gotham," Mm. but I don't know if he'd actually go out and pick up litter. Yeah, I like Thomas Wade, who will pick up litter. Right, okay. Okay, that's fair. Because then his son will try and do the same pick in his up own litter. way. Batman will go out it, and pick it, up litter. Just a litter picker, just click it up, put Batman, it in the bag. If he could do some actual real change. Bat, bat litter picker, no. No, look, oh, he could build a robot. Litter then. picker. He has enough money to fix everything. He could, he just he put just, a car. He just funnels it all into Batman, though. <laughs> Dickhead. Dickhead. You know what I've turned on, Batman? Like father, like son. <laughs> Scum. <laughs> so, yeah, Thomas Wade, um, he's not a nice man. No. And he's running for for office. For mayor. For mayor. Um, then his medical stuff gets cut. We see yeah. reflex medical stuff. Yeah, his like counselling sessions. They're like, oh, the bu- there's no budget for these anymore. And he's like, how am I going to get my prescriptions? Yeah. And so... And they're like, they don't give him an answer. No, the lady doesn't care. No. She's like, I'm losing my job too, so... We're all in this together. Yeah, we, we don't care. Um, and so, this, this, he's already slowly going mad. Yeah. And then he loses all of his maids, which kind of... I don't really like that idea that, like... Uh, I I think it's I don't know I think I think it helps sell it it help, it grounds it a bit in that like he might have gone full mental earlier if he'd been off these meds okay 
But also, also they're doing the one bad day thing, but it's like one bad week. Yeah, no, that's that, that's fair enough. They're they're doing the the killing joke in a sense. Yeah, yeah, because he's there's elements of it. he's a comedian and so forth. It's the killing joke mixed with Taxi Driver mixed with the King of Comedy. Yeah, that's the that's Th- the that's triple. this movie. Yeah, that is this movie. So um, then you have Murray Franklin. Yeah. We haven't even talked about uh, Bobby De Niro. Bobby De Niro does fucking great. I think this. this is like his best performance in a very long time. I think so too. Yeah, he's he's, re- he's really putting it in. He's really going for it and he's like, I buy him as a talk show. Like he could do a talk show. Robert De Niro. Yeah, he's he's really charismatic. But like there's, this, there's a certain type of charisma yeah. to a talk show host. And he's got that in spades, I think. Yeah, like he can... He's he's friendly and he's he'll make he'll make jokes, but he can get serious or he can control a conversation. Yeah, that's the vibe you get from. And him. that's that's a really good casting because you're meant to take Murray's the best. Yeah, and and Robert Nero is one of the greatest actors ever. Yeah. Like he's in that list. So yeah, he's the best. And what I said for Dirty Grandpa, is that the movie? Bad Grandpa, bad, something like that. Something like That's that. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, he'll do some shit. Oh, he'll do some trash. But he's all. If he wants to put it in, he'll put it in. Oh, like he'll do a Meet the Fuckers. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he also do a Silver Lettings Playbook. Exactly. He's pretty good in that. Pretty good. Um. So he's the greatest actor. He's pretty good in that. <laughs> he's pretty good. Who are me and you to say? No one. Robert De Niro. He's pretty good. <laughs> Thumbs up from us. <laughs> I'm sure he's alive of himself. Um, so yeah, I think it works a lot better. Like he's he's lovely, and he, we're meant to like that character straight up. Yeah, and and, like, until we turn on him. Until we turn on him, because we see earlier on uh, when Arthur Fleck is watching the Murray Franklin show, he has like this dream in his head of going on the show and Murray being like, "You're a great guy." Yeah, I wish you were my son. Yeah, <laughs> um, maybe Murray is his father. Oh, who could his father be? <laughs> is that ever teased in the movie at all? Um, I don't actually know if it's in the movie, but I'm pretty sure it's Bruce. Bruce, Bruce Wayne. is his father. Yeah, time traveling, powerful Bruce sperm. Wayne. My God, <laughs> in that kid. Oh God, <laughs> his mother is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not even revealed, but there he reads a letter. The whole thing throughout the film, his mother is writing letters to Thomas Wayne. That was my that was my next note that I wanted to get into this whole. Yeah, Thomas Wade is his father. Bruce yeah. is his half brother. Um, what was your thoughts on all this? Because I thought it was terrible. <laughs> I see. I think it's vague enough to be interesting. Right. I think that's a get out. But that's fair enough. Go on. No. Vague enough to be interesting. Yeah. Go because, on. Because you can take from that what you want. He can either be his father, or his mother could have been crazy, or both, or neither. Yeah, I, I no, I okay, I see what you mean. In terms of we're never actually sure if Thomas Wayne bought everybody off. Yeah. Just but then his mother is actually crazy. Yeah, I think that's nearly a given. But then but then you see like if you read those pages, like he gets her file later on. Mm. If you read those pages, there's shit like lobotomy is written on it. Yeah. Like, no one signs himself up for a lobotomy. No, so, yeah, Thomas Wayne put her through all that shit to that's, say that she's crazy. That's what's implied. Yeah. Or maybe she was taken in by the state and they deemed she needed one. You know? Right. So, I think it's... I don't like the idea that Batman and Joker are related anyway. I'm not too... I Look, I don't. it's not my favourite idea. It doesn't ruin it for me. Oh, no, it doesn't ruin it. I just, I just think it's less interesting right. than the person who just is an anarchy of... Just an anarchist... 
and he's coming against this person who wants to do good. Yeah, this does echo the thing of that we don't know the Joker's backstory, though. Because this is a Joker backstory, but we still don't know where Arthur Fleck comes from. Yeah, okay. You I, know? Can, I can see what you mean. And there's conflicting accounts and everything like that. Um, and then he goes to the Wayne Manor. Because there's a whole scene where he's trying to find out his this father. This was an uncomfortable scene. Mm, in a good or a bad way? In a bad way. Mm, oh, just, wow, really? I, d- I didn't feel nice watching this scene because it's a 40-year-old man. Yeah. Like, he's lowering a child. He's meant to be 30 child. in it, by the way. He's meant to be 30. Yeah, I think God, so. God, he looked rough. <laughs> he's had a rough t- very rough time. Yeah. But I think it's just because he's so thin. Yeah, he looks like, older. Yeah, and he's had a rough time. Because Joaquin Phoenix in general looks pretty good. Yeah, I think they made him look... <laughs> Older and worse for this movie. Yeah, which, fair enough. Did he lose a shit ton of weight for this? Oh, loads. Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, he goes to Wayne Manor and uh, there's a scene where Bruce slides down the pole. Like in the 60s Batman. Like in the 60s Batman. Um, And if you listen faintly, you can hear... Here's... I have a question. Uh Why did they put that child's playset so far away from the house, Sean? Why is his playset at the very wall of the perimeter? Because he likes the forest. (laughs) There's no forest. There is a forest. There's yeah. a lot of trees in the background. Yeah, but like there's a big long driveway. The whole way up to the house. And they put his feckin' playhouse or whatever, like 500 yards down the road. Don't even look at you, Bruce. Go down and play. What if it's one of his many playhouses that <laughs> he has? Maybe. Okay. He's got six in the backyard. Fair enough. And this That's, is where he goes for summer. I don't see six. I only see one. And I can only comment on how far away that one is from the house. Did you notice this watching it? Or is this an after the fact? Yeah, after the fact, I was thinking, that was very far away. <laughs> it's all perspective. It's actually <laughs> right next to the house. Right. The gate is literally right at the front door. Yeah. Of the house. It's like, you know what I made Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Everyone looks small. Very yeah. similar. Same technology. Um, so yeah, he... Now you see Alfred. Uh, I don't like the Alfred. No, I need... I need Thin gaunt British man Alfred. I, you need thin gaunt British man Alfred. That's the only Alfred I know. It's the only one I'll accept. Um, so uh, yeah, then he's having that weird moment where he makes him smile. Makes Bruce smile. I liked how he's doing magic. Like, magic was good. Yeah. When he went for the smile, I was like, that kid would just move away. Why is Bruce just staring? Yeah, at him? Bruce isn't emotionally stunted yet. <laughs> no, he's he's just a normal kid. And if you go to like move a normal kid's face from a stranger, yeah, they'll scream. They'll scream and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Well, maybe not. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but like they'll be like, "What are you doing, sir?" I think get in my van. <laughs> like the Bruce Wayne kid in this, like he's like he's Grant, but I don't think he's. You could have cast anybody. I don't think that's on him though. I think that's, no, not at all. That's the script. Really, he should be like. Freaking out. Yeah, the script read Bruce stands there motionless. As his, this very strange skinny man turns up and just starts moving his mouth. Yeah. Which Alfred has every right to be like, here lads, what's Give going on here? <laughs> I like, I don't know, what, what like twigged me to the, the whole his mother being, is she crazy or is Thomas Wayne actually Joker's father? Yeah. Is Alfred's reaction. Because he was like, oh, you're her son. I don't think if it was, it was how many, what, 30 years ago? Yeah. I don't think it would stick in your memory that much unless there was something done about it. Okay. So you're saying that you think it is true? That's no, like, I, I, I just think that there's, there's evidence there. It's just in his reaction alone. Yeah. Like, yeah, why would he remember? Yeah, because he would have been, looking at that Alfred, he would have been early 20s. Yeah. You know? Just started. Just started in the way and manner. Locked he, in for yeah, life. He might not have even been started. He could have just been like 40. If it was 30 years ago, he would have been 10. That's true. 
like so it could have been he looks as old as Jackie Felix yeah so this could have just been a rumour passed around the fucking servants quarters yeah maybe Um, and why would the rumour be passed around although rumours can spread as well so that once again it's vague is it just a rumour he's heard after he started or was he there it could be as simple as Thomas Wayne sent this woman to get treatment yeah and then that evolved into he sent her away because she had his kid yeah you know Um, and so then also maybe he's adopted maybe he's adopted that's never also said yeah Um, then we have the scene where he goes to the, the mental ward yeah Arkham State Hospital. Arkham State Hospital, or Asylum, if you just want to call it that. Yeah. Um, and you learn of his mother's betrayal. Yes. And this is like, I think this was the one scene where I was like, oh, that's that's really that's really good. Okay. I'm I'm I'm, I'm into that. I I really like the scene where the be- I think the best line of the whole movie is that he was always such a happy little boy. And then you find out he laughed every time he was abused yeah. and chained to a radiator. Like, that's so fucked up. It's so twisted. And that she just like, oh, he's happy. He's, he's happy. always laughing. Yeah. He's always laughing. Like, and like that and she is, calls him happy. Yeah, that's so fucked up. But I was like, oh, that's, that's really creepy, but good. Yeah, it's twisted. And it, it was... You don't know how long that went on for as well. No, it's never said. I think they say years. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever implied, but like it says it's her boyfriend for an extended period of time. Yeah. And. That's hella fucked up. You get chained to a radiator and beaten. Yeah, that's super fucked. Yeah. Like, and if, if, if she adopted a kid into that as that, well. Which is even worse. Yeah. Like, it's certainly equal. So he has, yeah. So he has doubled. Uh, so he has adopted that. Look, if we go by what the paperwork says, it says he's adopted, and not only is he adopted, she, yeah, she could. Did she lose her child? No, she didn't have. She didn't have the child. She didn't have a child. She adopted a child. She, I, the, like the, the what the paper, the story, the paperwork tells is that she adopted a child and said it was Thomas Wayne's. Okay. And then she adopted that child and then brought it into her abusive relationship. relationship. And obviously the boyfriend didn't want that child at all. Yeah. And just started beating the child until it was just basically said, it's mind crazy. Yeah. That's... Fucked. (laughs) Yeah. That's like the surface level story. And then whether you believe that or not, you can take elements from it. But, But it's so fucking horrible, I feel like it's true. Yeah, like, you know? I think that would be the way they're trying to apply. I think there's, that's, like, a lot of this movie is, as you said, vague, up yeah. for your own interpretation, but I, personally, that's what I took. Yeah. Because I think that's more interesting. I'm like, oh, it, and it's yeah. really fucked. Yeah, and it's a solid reason for... For his weird laugh. For the weird laugh, and for everything that happens to him. And why he doesn't get comedy, and why he laughs at all the right, why he laughs when he's uncomfortable. Like, if you if you read his notes as well, he's saying, like... Oh, people like jokes about death. Yeah. People like... Sex is always funny. Yeah. You know? It's all this but kind of But he knows of nothing about... Any, like, he hasn't actually lived any life. No. But he's just, like, watching other comedians talk about their life and go, Oh, I could talk about what they're talking about. Yeah. Like... It, uh, oh, it's twisted. Yeah. Uh, twisted is a good word. Uh, so, yeah. After the mother's trail... Then we... I think that was the... That's the last straw of him finally just going... Like, he's already mental. Yeah, because is it after this, he's on the way home and it's an ambulance is waiting outside. Yes. Because the police are investigating him because he was recently fired for having a gun. Yes. And there was a clown who shot someone with a gun. Coincidence. Yeah, so they were knocking on the door and the mother had a stroke. So him and Zazie Beats are in the hospital. 
Is it Zazie or Zazie? I've, I've heard both, so okay. I'm saying both, fair, alternate. Fair enough, go for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's in the hospital and Ms. Beats... Ms. Beats. ...leaves to go get him both some coffee. And who does he see on the television? Oh, my but God. Bobby De Niro. Oh, he, Bobby's back. Bobby's Bo- back. And I love Bobby. Bobby's always so fun. He'd never be mean to me in any way. He'd never be mean to specifically me. Mm, specifically me, because I'm just a little Joe Soap. You know what I mean? Well, at his comedy show, the one that he bombed at, because he started laughing and telling shit jokes. That's a really creepy scene, by the way. It is. It's, uh, the two things I liked was the mother said he was always such a happy child, and him laughing at all the wrong times. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Uh, someone videotaped that and it's the clip we've all seen of the when I was younger I said I wanted to be a comedian well no one's laughing now yeah and it was what was it yeah the, his first joke is like the saddest cause it's when I was younger I told my mom I wanted to be a comedian and she said you know <laughs> what is it I can't remember it, the well, look. The crux of the joke is that no, I don't need. Uh, no, he starts doing a voice of the first day of school. Yeah, I don't need to go to school. I don't want to go to school. And then the mother says, "Oh, you should go to school because you're going to have to work one day." And he says, "I won't have to work. I'm going to be a comedian." Yeah, and it's just silence. Good. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Good one. Good joke. <laughs> good start. But Robert start with De- your second strongest. <laughs> and Robert De Niro on the show says. <laughs> Should have stayed in school. Oh, yeah. To raucous applause. Yes. Which I think, yeah, as you said, like, that is the, like, he's he's basically lost everything. Mm-hmm. He's lost his drugs. He's lost his friends. Yeah. He's lost... His mother. He's lost his mother. His job. And, and the only thing he has is his comedy. Zazie Beats, who likes him for his comedy or whatever. Yeah. And this idea that he's going to be a stand-up comedian. And then he watches Murray, his supposed best friend. Yeah, his hero. His hero turn on him and call him an idiot for wanting to be a comedian. And that's the last straw. Yeah, that's when he, like, properly goes. Yeah. And... Other than killing all those people before. Other than killing all those people before. Which really didn't affect him throughout the rest of the film too much. No, he just walked it off. Emotionally. (laughs) just walked it off. So when does does the pillow thing happen? Uh, I thought that was in the next scene. Or, no... Does he go? He goes from that scene to the mental asylum, and then he comes back and kills her. Is it? I think so. I forget. I only saw this movie the once. Yeah, so did I. But but I mean, it's it's implied that he comes back to his mother's room and he suffocates her. Yeah. No, this is what it is. Is that he goes home and he climbs into the fridge? Oh yes. And that fridge has a latch on it. <laughs> He's never coming out. <laughs> He's never coming out of that He's fridge. He's so cool. <laughs> the um, I one of my friends that I saw it with, he said. When he gets into the fridge, the camera like shakes and moves a bit mm. because do you think that Joaquin Phoenix just uh, just did that and no one knew he was going to do that, so they had to readjust? Oh, you think? Just it seems. He, I mean, he's he's a good enough actor that he would do that. He would do that, and he'd be like, "No, this feels right to do." Yeah, because he's crazy. Yeah, and he just wants to block out the world. What's the best way to block out the world? Get a fridge. Hide in the fridge. Lead lined fridge. Lead lined fridge. Survive a nuclear blast like Indiana Jones. I would love the badass. <laughs> just turn that movie right then. Just the whole city explodes. And he just walks out. Government are just like, nah. He walks out with white skin and green hair. Oh my god. <laughs> oh shit, we just wrote a better ending. Um, so yeah, he kills his mother. Kills his mother. Which takes an uncomfortably long time. Yeah, it's a lot. It reminded me of the scene in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Do you know why it takes a long time? Why? 
I wouldn't suffocate anybody who's already attached to an oxygen machine. That might slow it down quite a lot. Might slow it down. Yeah. But sure luck. Because she's getting the old oxygen in through a machine. Ah, but not quite as much, maybe. <laughs> not quite as much as the pillow is cutting off. Yeah. <laughs> you never thought about that? No, I didn't. I didn't think about that. She still has the things in her nose. Yeah. <laughs> ah, look. Take she, it out. She's a mouth Just breeder. Just take it out. Mouth breeder. Mouth breeder. She's a mouth breeder. And then after that we realise... Always makes up with a sore throat. <laughs> after that we realise all his relationship with Zazie Beats was a lie. Because he, he goes he, to her apartment. He goes to her apartment and you're like, okay, he's going to his girlfriend's house. Mm. And she walks in and she's fucking terrified. Yeah. She's like, oh, you live down the hall. Would you please leave? I've had a bad day. Yeah. Is what he says. That's a fucking hor- horrifying scene. And it's never said if he kills her or not. Yeah. I wanted in the next scene either, because he walks in the hallway, I was looking for like blood on his hand or blood somewhere on him. Yeah. But there's but no blood on him. So does he kill her? It's once again. Know. It's open to interpretation. It's Do open. you think he would have? I think in that current state, he probably would have. Right. If she had tried anything. Okay. But she was stuck to that, like not moving. At that point, so I don't know, but maybe I think so. Yeah, oh, I think man. earlier on the movie he wouldn't have. But now he's at the point where, where he just does not care, doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Anymore. Okay. Um. So then, uh, after the mother's betrayal, we finally realise he's going to go on to the Murray Franklin show. He's been called in, Sean. Yeah, they ring him and they're like, "Oh, we got some great feedback to your clip. Yeah, Do you want to come on?" And not only there to bring them on, so his friends come around from the Joker yeah. school. And before that, actually, one of the great scenes is when he's he's packing up his locker in the clown. Yeah, I keep going to say clown factory, but the clown, <laughs> your clown factory, clown club, I suppose. Yeah, but uh, and he says to your man who gave him the gun on the way out, he's like, "Oh, don't forget, I still owe you one." Oh yeah, I like that scene. I forgot that, and then and then of course they come around, yeah. um, and they're like, "Just wanted to give you this. Heard about your mother? She yeah. passed away. That's so sad." Also, the cops are starting to question clowns, so we should get our story straight. I like that. Yeah. I like the idea that they came across to try and be nice, but in reality, that guy just wants they he's looking out ass. for himself. Yeah, um, and. This is the most, he's, I think this is like the the most outright brutal scene in the whole thing. Oh, it is. Yeah. And his hair is green at this point. His face is white. Yeah. Uh, and he stabs him with a pair of scissors. In the eye. In the eye. Yeah. And the neck. Yeah. And just, it's br- he does it a couple of times. A lot. Like more What do you think the other guy's reaction? Because he's just like, oh no, oh no. I, th- I don't know how. You wouldn't I- know what to do. No, like you've never seen that before. See, I, I was about to shit on it and be like, oh, it's a terrible reaction. But then at the same time, if I was in that scene, I'd be like, ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think he even says like, oh, fuck, Jesus. Yeah. What are you doing? Like, the- and it, fe- it feels really re- like where he has to step over him yeah. to get to the door. And yeah. then he can't open the latch. Here's the thing. I didn't like that little bit with the latch. Yeah. I think it's funny. The only bit I didn't like about it was that he didn't laugh. The Joker from the comic books... Would have laughed at that. Would have thought that was the funniest fucking thing he'd ever seen. I was waiting for the laugh there. Because that is the darkest fucking shit that there's a dead boy. This guy's trying to get away from his dead friend. Yeah. And he can't open the latch because he can't reach it. Like, comic book Joker is laughing at that for 25 minutes because he thinks that's hilarious. Yeah. But he didn't even laugh at all. I was like, oh, right, okay. That's kind of a different take. Yeah, I did like, like... He was chilled out, the Joker. He was like, listen, I'm going to be on the show tonight. Yeah. Give it a watch. He's just so, like, determined. And just, 
distant from yeah. everything. He's just completely out of it. Yeah, and we've seen him like the night before he's practicing what he's going to do on the show. Yeah. Like he's what it's a great it's fucking great acting from Mr. Phoenix. Every scene he's in is amazing. But like he's watching other people enter the show and he's mimicking them perfectly. Yeah. Like in time to the music. He has it all like laid out. And then he you, we realize that uh, on the show he's planning to kill himself. Yeah. He's planning to make a statement on how the world is. And it's fucked. only during the show that he changes his mind. Yeah. But at that at that point he's about to kill himself, so he's nothing to lose. So that's why he kills that guy. Yeah, exactly. He's like, You wronged me. I'm gonna be gone anyway. So Yeah. Um and then uh we have the the rights in the streets on the way to the the, the rights are very much kicking off. Yeah, he's full clown get up. Yeah. And there's a clown protest on at the minute. Which is very quickly organised. <laughs> very quickly organised. <laughs> Facebook Facebook events. But um and the two detectives from earlier uh, see him and they're like, hey, stop, we've, we've been trying to question you for about four I days I like the scene on the tram because it's so claustrophobic. Oh, it's awful. And, like, it's awful. And sometimes I think this movie goes, like, awful, but it goes into the veer of just, like, I don't really like this. No, but, when I say it's awful, that seems like an awful experience. Yeah, but, and then like, some, there's some scenes that are awful, but they are the perfect amount of awful. That you're just yeah. kind of like... Oh, just uncomfortable. Just like... Because when they're on that train, the minute those police officers get on, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then they're like... As they're walking, it gets more and more crabbed. There's more and more people either side until they're just on top of them. Yeah. And like, he's he takes a clown mask to cover up his face. Yeah. And he starts a riot in the train. Because then one of the police accidentally shoots one like, of the clowns. And they just... All the other clowns are like... They take it all out on the police officers. And did you, and they're I like, think, this is the problem. I'm pretty sure that they both died. I think they they say they're left in critical condition. Oh yes, in the yes, hospital. Uh, yeah. The news says that when he's in the the green room. Yeah. At yeah at Murray's. So uh, he go the blue, but I I really like that scene. Great scene. Because um, I I say I said a few negative things, so I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm tr- saying trying a few, to pick out some positives. I'm, I'm tr- I'm, I have a few positives. So there are some scenes in this that I really like. Um, and then you see him at the Murray Franklin show. Uh, do you want to just talk about him backstage is very creepy him, him backstage is very creepy I love his entrance because it's so different to what he did before yeah. to what he practiced he's like he's doing his own thing he now. changed it he's properly because he stopped being somebody else and then he started being himself yeah um, and started being the Joker and started being the Joker can you introduce me as Joker <laughs> 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 thank you I like the producer who's like I thought he was dead oh, I thought he was the first to go but like, to be like, to say to uh, Murray Franklin, listen, there's a bunch of clown protests in the street. Two cops just got beat the shit out of yeah. by clowns. Do you really think we should have this guy on dressed That's as a, a good clown? conversation. Yeah. That's a good producer, actually, in fairness. Yeah. Like, we're meant to be against him, but in all seriousness, if that's a producer of the TV show, you're doing your job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're thinking it through. And I don't I don't know if the host would actually be able to say, no, I'll just have him on, it'll be fine. <laughs> be grand, sure, who cares? Yeah. Um, so, he's on the Murray show. Mm-hmm. And this is where we see him full. What did you think of this scene? Oh, the dread in me. Like, the whole time. I think it's whole, this whole movie is just that feeling. But it's just the feeling of building dread in that I didn't... There were, like... I didn't think he was going to kill himself. No. But he might have. You know? I think it's that kind of movie where he might have. 
I, no, I didn't think you. I thought I the minute he sat down, I was like Murray's dead because the minute Murray made fun of him in any way, I was like, oh, you're dead too. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think he had made that decision yet. No, he per, as a character he hadn't. But like putting the pieces together that he was killing everyone who had wronged him. Yeah. If he killed his mother, then he killed the guy from the cloud factory, <laughs> and then he killed. <laughs> I thought first of all Murray's dead, mm-hmm. and the assistant is dead. Yeah. The two of them just wronged them, so they're both dead immediately. That's now, the fair. assistant weirdly survived. Um, he did, but it's very uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Um, in that the Joker's on a talk show. Yeah, so in the Dark Knight Returns, the comic book, uh, he, the Joker comes back out of retirement. Well, Batman comes out of retirement. So the Joker comes, comes back. Comes out of a coma. And this guy is on this talk show trying to convince everyone that Joker's grand and that he's not crazy. Yeah. And like he's like, he's changed. Arkham Asylum has changed and we need to put more funding into this asylum because it clearly changes people. And then Joker's on the talk show and he kills everybody in the studio. With laughing gas. With laughing gas. Yeah. And then shoots the, the host and the guy who's trying to help him. Yeah. And then he just he just walks out because he knew it was coming. Um, and I, like, I, the more I seen the scene, I was like more reminiscent of that was. I like that idea that took um, uh, inspiration from that. Yeah. And before, like we see him when he's practicing and that before he's about to kill himself, he, he's going to tell a joke. Yeah. He's going to say, knock, knock. Who's there? Bang. Bang. And then shoot himself in the head. But he pulls out his joke book. and His joke book's amazing, by the way. Because there's, like, there's just like cuttings from Playboy and stuff in there as well. Yeah. Really like weird stuff. Manic. Manic is the word. It's, that, it's so manic. I feel like that book is his mind. Yeah. But um, he pulls out the book and he looks up the joke and... He goes, knock, knock. And Murray says, you have to look that up. Yeah. And I think that's the minute Murray's dead. You think so? I, yeah, because he ruined his moment. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, you're right. He's like, all right, I can't kill myself now because I've been mocked trying to do it. Yeah, and you've you've taken the fun yeah. out of me killing me. And the joke he tells then is, knock, knock, who's there? It's the police. Your son's been hit by a truck. And Murray's like, that's not funny. That's not comedy. Yeah. And he flips out. And then he has the big long speech. About how nothing, like, the things aren't fair. He's never been happy a day in his life. And then he, and, and everything's subjective. That's what he said as well. Yeah. And then he says, like, people wouldn't care if I died. Like, yeah. Everyone walks on, all over me on the street. Nobody cares. Yeah. It's just because those three guys died and I killed them. Yeah. And, that, and everyone's like, you killed those men? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I killed him and he's really cocky about it he's like yeah no I did I did it and I, I like that that he's just like no yeah I'm that's me I, I did it that's that's who I am yeah I'm the one that did I did something yeah you know Um, and then he when he kills Murray he sa- he does he start to knock knock joke again or do you have any more jokes and he says you wouldn't get it yeah I think that's it and then he gets shot he shoots him straight in the eye yeah which is I, 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 it was a bold move to kill Bobby De Niro. Oh, you had to kill Bobby. I love him for it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Who cares? Like, it's it's because things just freak after that. Yeah, then then it just it, that's like I don't know. Uh, it's a bunch of tear gas and a bunch of people. Like, yeah, everyone just goes crazy. Yeah, the the city's in madness. He's in the police car, 
uh, being taken away, presumably mm. because they arrested him. Very similar to the Dark Knight of him looking out the window of the yeah. car. And he's oh, he like I don't think he's looked as happy in this film. I I like the 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 place is burning around him and he's smiling. He's like it's it's, I, it's things have changed finally. Yeah. He's like, this is because of me. The world is how I've seen it for the last five years, but in reality, it's now Everyone like this. sees it now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so the the police car gets rammed by an ambulance being mm. driven by two men with clown masks, which I feel is a very like animated series Joker thing. Yeah. He, normally his henchmen are wearing clown masks Yeah, as well. and they'll have various vehicles and things yeah. like that. And uh, so you don't know if he's dead or not, but... It cuts to... We have a scene, John. Yeah. This is the scene that you wanted to talk to yes, me about. Yes, it is. Okay, right. I was wondering if you were as happy as I was. <laughs> I hate this. So, <laughs> the Waynes leave the theatre. Right. And, and they head down a certain alley. Oh, lads. Yep. And Man in a Mask comes up. Man in the Mask. With a gun. Joe Chill. Joe Chill? Yeah. Probably Joe Chill. Probably Joe Chill. Probably Joe Chill. And... He says, give me your wallets. Yeah. Thomas Wayne says, now hold on. <laughs> good then, guy, Thomas. Good, good guy, Thomas Wayne. And then Thomas Wayne gets shot. Yes. So then they all start screaming. He goes for the pearls. Oh, no. The pearls. They always go for the pearls. The pearls rip and hit the ground. They hit the ground. In we slow get a, motion. We get a shot of them hitting the ground, John. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Connor is going <laughs> to fucking flip when he sees this. I nearly got sick in my hands. This is the stupidest thing. And then Bruce is just left there. Yeah. Left alive. All they had to do was show the Waynes come out of that fucking Zorro with Bruce. Yeah. And go down the alleyway and just have a cut to the guy pulling the gun out and following them. And then cut back to Joker. We don't need to see the Waynes. You don't need to see anything. Do you know what I would have fucking... I figured out the dots in between, lads. Do you know what I would have loved in this movie? Go on. If they'd killed the three of them. (laughs) You think? I think that would have solidified that this is just its own story. That's a clever way to do it, yeah. Because now there's no one. Or you kill Bruce. Yeah. And leave the two of them. See, then people will say it's it's like Flashpoint. Yeah. That's that's immediately what people... But sure, you could get away with that. And just, you could, then you could... Uh, and that does fit with the Thomas Wayne, that he's and you, a more brutal, aggressive and you would, man. you would fit in with the DC then, um, if you could just say, this is an alternate reality. Yeah. It's an alternate universe, that Flashpoint hasn't happened, this is happening there, yeah. and the DC universe with Matt Reeves and Rod Pattinson is happening in another universe that the Flash hasn't connected the two universes yet. Yeah, that's a clever way to do it, if you wanted to have... Yeah. You know, that'd be enough. You could even have Marta, like, she is the Joker in that Flashpoint. Yeah. Um, you could just have her go crazy. And be Harley Quinn. And even be Harley Quinn or just be a Joker. She puts a Joker mask on. True, yeah. I mean, this is all just fucking hearsay. Who cares? But, um, yeah, I hate that whole scene. That's the worst idea it's I've ever really seen. Bad. I really want to see them die again. <laughs> this is at least ten times, surely. Do you think we'll get it in Robert Pattinson? Oh, God. Wait, We've what? only seen Uncle Ben die twice. Yeah. And that's too... It was too many times. Too many times. They didn't do it in Homecoming. Because they knew. People they were just, sick of it. If they had put an Uncle Ben scene in Homecoming, people were like, that's fucking dog shit. Yeah. Uncle Ben and, and the Waynes. We know they die. Yeah. <laughs> we figured it They're out. Guaranteed. <laughs> They're guaranteed. They're guaranteed deaths. That's a KD ratio of two to zero. <laughs> right? The, um, and the, the, my favourite scene in this is the 
scene of Joker getting out of the cop car and he's standing looking around and he makes a bloody smile. Yes. I love that scene. That's pretty good. And there's all you see is clown faces and fire. And they're him. all cheering him. Yeah. He's finally got adulation. Now he's the Joker. Yeah. Um, and then you have the scene in the um, insane asylum. Yeah. This scene confused me. Very much so. Is it real? Is it not real? Like... Has everything we've seen been fake? Or is it real? Is it all a joke we don't get? Or is it real? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Right. Because he's thinking about Bruce Wayne. In that... Like, does that mean that Bruce Wayne is Batman now? Because that microphone he's talking into looks more modern. Oh, I never even noticed that. It, it's like shiny and chrome. But he looks... He doesn't look any older. He doesn't look any older, but he's an old man yeah. already. Yeah, okay, know? that's fair enough. He's meant to be dirty, though, Sean. <laughs> look, there's a, lot, there's a lot of healing creams in those face paints he uses. Anti-lift moisturiser. Absolutely. Like, and does he... Does he kill the interviewer? Does he and kill And walk out with bloody feet? I think it's... I, I got that he, like, maimed her. Maybe he just killed her. I'd, I'd like, uh, if he's walking out with feet that bloody, that they carry on down the hallway. Yeah. That floor is covered in blood. Why do you not end this movie on him saying you wouldn't get it? Yeah. That's the last line. And the, just cut the black. Yeah. The weird scene where he's walking down the hallway and then runs. Don't and need runs, that. Then Scooby-Doo runs back. Yeah, you do not need that. If, if he thinks of Bruce Wayne and the dead parents mm-hmm. and it cuts back and she's like, what are you thinking about? Oh, you wouldn't get it. Cut to black. Yeah. Straight away. Directed by Todd Phillips. Like, see, I would have even ended it on the smile. Even that? I thought that was the end of him on the cop car. Yeah. I think that would have been the perfect end. Now, I'm not mad that he put in a bit extra, but I, if it was me, I would have ended it on Someone the needs to... You could have just cut that. Because you, you can infer the rest. Yeah, we kind of figured it out. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we've gone through the movie. Mm-hmm. In depth. I have lots of thoughts. Okay. I'd like to hear yours first. <laughs> I don't think it's subtle in any way. Okay. I think this movie thinks it's a lot more clever than it actually is. <laughs> That's the general vibe from critics. Is it? Yeah, people are saying, like, it's more... I think the, the term was, it's more of a symptom of the class problem than it is a critique of it. Mm. Okay. This is a movie about someone who has a load of money making a movie about how people who have a load of money are there's, bad. There's lots of people who are commenting on this in regards to, what does this mean? Is it going to turn people crazy and all this stuff? I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. No. Right? That doesn't bother me in any way. I can only go watch this movie and as a man who loves Batman and I watched this and I thought, I just feel like nothing. Like I'm not connected to it in any way. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, it's just there. See, I watched it as a movie. Not as a comic book movie or a Batman movie. Yeah, as a movie. I think... As a movie, this is phenomenal. I think this movie uh, needs to be called The Clown and not Joker. If you call it The... Yeah. I can see that. And and just turn it into a crime movie. It's a human psyche story. It's two sides though. Because it doesn't get made if it's called The Clown. No. It gets made and gets $60 million if it's called The Joker. But it doesn't get made if it's called The Cloud because yeah. nobody wants to watch movies that aren't to do with some sort of comic book thing. But if you call it The Clown and then um, at the very, very end you show the scene of the, the Waynes dying. Yeah. Or, like, you change all the names 
and just have Thomas Wayne at the end on the TV or something along those lines. Yeah. Just something small that like I then people go to see it and then afterwards they go, it was about the Joker all along. Was this the clown who was a killer? I see. I think if this was made in the eighties, definitely. But now you couldn't keep that under wraps. No, I, I okay, that's fair. There be too many. I know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And in a perfect world, yeah. Like the way I wanted uh, Thor Ragnarok to not have any Hulk in the marketing. Okay. Yeah. Because if you saw that reveal, it'd be fucking amazing. But look, it's gonna make it makes lots of money because they called it the Joker, and the Joker is yeah. a very bankable character. It's a very easy Halloween costume very this time. Easy. I don't know if I like the fact that there's no protagonist or antagonist. It's just a movie. I see. I like that. I okay. like. I like that. One, you don't know what's going on all the time, and two, you don't root for anyone. Well, can so, I ask you a question? Then? Yeah. If everybody, everybody in this movie is evil, or in, is the worst version of themselves, okay? Yeah. If everybody is evil, then what makes the Joker so special? Because everybody in that world is evil. But that's what I think, is that like he's not special. He's just one of them. He's, he's, one of, he's as bad, but he thinks he's better. Okay. You know? Fair enough. Um, I don't know. I just... Uh, I, like, I like my Joker as an anarchist, more so than a, as a guy... You like... Yeah. Just agent of chaos, Joker. I, I like just a dude who, no reason, just does shit. Yeah. And as I said, if this was just called the clown, and I went to see it, I'd be like, "That's fucked up." Yeah. But I, I just couldn't. This, I couldn't not attach myself to the Joker. Do you think this will affect versions of the Joker we get in the future, like I, even in comics? I really hope not. Yeah. Because I think the Joker, they like why Joker is so popular is they they nail them. So, like, yeah. they shouldn't really change that much. I don't like Sado Joker. He, <laughs> Sado Joker. S- like, he's he's not he's not an anarchist in this. He's just sad until no. he just is like, I'll just do really bad things. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about it afterwards in that Joker in Arkham City, the game. He's not this Joker. He's anyway. not this Joker. But he, like, that Joker is the Joker I know of with the most reason to be sad. Yeah. He's... Like, spoilers for Arkham City, I guess. But he's dying of a disease that he caused himself. Mm. And he has no friends and no one around him to help him. He only has Clayface and Mr. Freeze. And and he's still just laughing. He doesn't give a shit. I think... But I think this Joker would care. I think he'd be really sad if he... <laughs> like, he's a, if they, like, if they make a second one. Oh, I hope they, they don't. I hope they, <laughs> they will, but I hope they don't. The second one of this will be fucking awful because it would have to be him... Showing regret for his actions. Yeah. And you can't have that. I, I, you can't make Joker sympathetic. I just... No, and I still don't think he's sympathetic in this movie. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think they spend... But I think it's hard not to. If you spend the first hour and a half beating this, this dude down to a pulp. But I don't, like... At some stage, somebody is going to be like, fuck, yeah, he's had a tough time for it. But there's a level of unpleasantness... To him. To him. And they do the thing, they do it very well. Uh, I think it was the Zazie Beats scene mm. that you really, you're not on his side anymore. And that's right before he turns full Joker. When he breaks into her apartment and she's terrified, you lose any bit of sympathy for him. Yeah. Because everything else, like the stuff before that, she humanised him. Okay. I think, yeah, this is getting, like, people love this movie. So I feel weird coming out of... Yeah, I really like this movie. Okay. I think it's a good movie. I had fun watching it. 
I did not have any fun watching this. Jesus. Like, no did you, fun. Do you think you went into this with, like, notions in your head? See, I don't know. Actually, I will say I think I did, but then I stopped because I went with my friend Connor, mm-hmm. and he listens to the show, and he went... Stop taking everything. Just watch it. Yeah. I said, like, okay, right. No, he, and he reminded me before we went in. I was like, okay, right. I'm gonna have to watch this. Yeah. As just a tig. So that's why I said, if it was called The Clown, I'm totally okay with that. And it's a weird fucking movie with Yaki and Phoenix putting in like this amazing performance, and like yeah. he's incredible. Yeah, I get you. I, I, I was able to like, as I said, like I was able to look at this and say, Yaki and Phoenix is fucking bringing his A game. This is an amazing performance and a creepy fucking movie that's that leaves you on edge at all times. Yeah. But I don't want to watch it ever again in my life. <laughs> Jesus. It's like See, watching, I, I would watch this. I would show this film to someone who doesn't know anything about It's like watching books. 12 Years a Slave to me. Like, it's great crack, but I'm not going to be like... Did you say it's great crack? crack. <laughs> a Christmas morning, we'll gather the family room and we'll all watch Joker. Granny, come here. <laughs> come here, wait till I show you 12 years of slave yeah. here. Like, it's gonna, probably going to be lots of Oscars. Yeah. But I just, it's a bit dour. <laughs> it is a bit dour, but I, like, I think that's... But it has to be. Some movies are dour. Not, movie, not all movies are shiny and Marvel. Yeah, exactly. This doesn't have a formula to it. Yeah. I think that's why... Weirdly, I think this probably put me on edge because I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. You're so, like, ingrained in this happens, this but, happens, But this that's happens. just a comic book thing or a movie thing that, like, like, inciting incident, then this happens, this happens. But this has inciting incident and then, like, he keeps getting beaten down again. Yeah. And then there's another inciting incident and it goes back up again. Yeah, like, the 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 obstacles to overcome phase goes on for the majority of this movie. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we disagree totally on this we do but uh, I think that's fine and but, I think it's but it's I, a, I'm not like vehemently hating this movie in any way no I think neither of us are vehemently anything no or vehement I don't know vehemently. I can't pronounce things yeah vermeilen vermeilently vermeilently <laughs> yeah the zai beats <laughs> the zoo boots <laughs> some lovely boots yeah, some lovely boots um, no I like I I would show. I would watch this film again. Okay. I, I think that's the best I can say about it. Um, and I'm interested to see what people read into it afterwards. Right. Okay. I don't agree <laughs> with the parents who said I can't bring my son to this, or I can't bring my daughter to this. I, I can't bring my young child to this. If you love this movie, like that's completely fine. Like it's, yeah, no I, can, I can see why people love this movie. Yeah. Even this is so weird because normally if I just don't like a movie, I'm just like, oh, that's crap. But, but I, I'm aware of why people would love this movie. I'm like, oh, it's so it's interesting, though. It's very well done. It's well done. It's interesting. Great characters. Yeah. Great performances. I can totally understand why people would like it. Not for me. That's fair. I it's, like it for those reasons. Okay, it's just not for me. That's fair. Um, You're allowed to not how, like things. How many Weetabix are we giving it? Uh, oh, God. I'd give it two warm Weetabix <laughs> with some uh, honey and nuts on top. Oh, I would give it one Weetabix, no milk. <laughs> That's a dry, that's a dry bick. <laughs> it's a bit dry now. Bit Not dry. looking forward to it. Wouldn't have it again. Did we get a Weetabix sponsorship? Um, I actually don't know. It's our only weird review thing that we don't give any grades or numbers. Yeah. Just, just listen to what we say. Well, you can infer, like... Yeah, what, well, like, we've talked for an hour. Yeah, like, <laughs> the breakfast I chose there was sensible and a little sweet. Mm. That's my thoughts on this. Yeah, okay. You, you were dry and mild about the whole thing. <laughs> 
but you got fed. <laughs> I did. I've got a bit of fibre in me and I'm ready for the day. Ready for the day. Um, yes, do you want to take us out, Sean? Yes, thanks everyone very much for listening to this special review episode of Movie Mondays. I'm sorry I've... I've insulted lots of people. Send me hate mail. Send Connor some hate mail. He's at Connor Lawler on Twitter. I'm at Sean Mean on Twitter. Together, I love Batman. <laughs> I do. He hates Batman. I know, sir. No, I do. He thinks Nightwing's a prick. Okay, no, that's outrageous. We're at Here's for Higher Pod on Twitter. Uh, Facebook.com slash Here's for Higher Podcast. Instagram Here's for Higher Podcast. Or you can send us an email. Here's for Higher underscore at Outlook.com. If you've seen the Joker, I just twacked the shit out of my microphone. You've actually twacked it like four times. This I don't episode. know what it's it very, is. It's spectacular stuff. But look, it sounds great. Because he's got the little cover for the, the I've got pops. a pop filter. He's I don't mean the, to brag. The, we're not trying to... But, but let me just say, we, P-P-P-P-B-B-B. We, we, we've got two four euro pop filters here. and Four euro each. Each, sorry, actually. Eight euro. <laughs> and nearly a ten. Nearly a ten. Um, get change out of a ten. Sean's decided that he wants to kung fu it every time he tries to talk. It's, just, it's right in my, like, talking yeah. hand. Yeah, that's where they have the microphone normally. Don't, don't we all have a talking hand? We have a talking... Do you have a talking hand? I have a talking hand. I don't really have a talking hand. You're gesturing fairly strongly now with I don't that know hand. about that now <laughs> oh that's a rude gesture <laughs> Connor where are you putting that thing? no <laughs> um, yeah let us know what you thought of Joker if you liked it or disliked it or just were middling on it yeah. or if it drove you insane and this Ooh, is, yeah are you an anarchist do you hate society oh now? rich people are bad rich people are bad yes. in general actually no some of them are nice ah, some of them are nice I'd say yeah if you're yeah. Right. speaking of rich people we have a Patreon account oh good if you'd like the sports show it's patreon.com slash here's for higher podcast or there's a link in the description to that mm. uh, there's no reward tiers so it's just a way to support the show mm. it's just being nice uh, as always look after yourself first but maybe you could buy us a coffee Maybe three coffees. Three coffees. Actually, Ray, uh, Raymond uh, Ging, who's one of our patrons, mm-hmm. I was talking to him, and he, I think he donuts like, I don't know, whatever, but he was like, um, per month, yeah. he was like, it's basically like, I'm just buying you and Sean a coffee. One coffee per month. Well, thanks for or, that, like, Ray. Two coffees a month. I'm like, that's a nice way of looking at it. I'd like a coffee. Ray, buy me a fucking coffee. <laughs> Go get me a coffee. <laughs> Go get me a coffee, peasant. Post it to <laughs> us. Then I clicked at him four times. And then... Then he shot you. Oh no, face. then I have been beaten up now severely by Ray, yeah. You got kicked out, kicked the shit out of by some children. Absolutely, yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's all in the description if you're interested. As always, the best way to support the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Maybe one. Maybe one. Don't go back and listen to weird news last week, though. Sorry, I had microphone issues. <laughs> Just roasting um, Fucking let it go. Um, I've got an honor. I will see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.